Welcome to the Salem Fan Club Podcast. This is the 100th episode. I am super excited to be here. Excited, humbled, honored. If you don't know, I am Victoria L. Johnson, host of the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast, where I interview incredible Sailor Moon fans every week. Um, in this episode, I am super excited on this very monumental episode to have the bot maker of songs like Vibe and Violin with Dear Silas and so much more, Cookie Kawaii. Hey, Cookie Kawaii, please hop on in. Hey, I was trying to make sure I click at the right time. <laughs> Hey. Good. That was perfect. You were right on time. <laughs> okay, because you I was over here like, okay, this is my moment. <laughs> you came in, you came in hot. It was perfect. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Happy well, 100th episode. Thank you. My my balloons. <laughs> hey. Lit. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much again for joining. I'm super excited to talk to you about Sailor Moon music, Jersey Club music, of course. Whole bunch of other stuff i see like all the anime merch in the background so i'm really yeah, right. excited to like talk about <laughs> I, all of that i was gonna say i'll be forgetting this back there sometimes <laughs> i know i'm like trying to spot like i'm like i see dragon ball z i see naruto i see afro samurai i'm like what else am i missing it's a combination <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll definitely get into that um but first since this is the sailor moon fan club podcast i have to ask you what is your first memory of watching sailor moon Honestly, I think I have a few memories just of the show in general, because like for me, I was a tomboy. So when it came down to things that are like super girly or anything like that, like I would I would kind of stray away from it, at least at that time. But um, Sailor Moon for me was like just one of those things where I just that's like it was like I won't call it even a secret love, but that was like (laughs) where I was like, okay, I'm going to embrace this it also like you know let me know that I was definitely into women because I mean how could you not be a super fan of Sailor Moon the whole everything about it was just like super dope um one of my favorite uh Sailor Moon characters was definitely Sailor Mercury I loved her little bob I loved how she was just super nerdy into computers that was kind of like my thing too so uh yeah love it yeah. <laughs> love it oh, I love that too I love your like yeah, I feel like so many people find like their identities through Sailor Moon or just like, you know, you feel like you got a little crush on Sailor Uranus and you're like, hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what I did. I, it was definitely just crushing and still trying to figure out like, is this like, is this allowed? <laughs> like, am I allowed to be crushing? Yeah, so it was definitely those earlier times that had me questioning some, <laughs> some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. That's so much fun. Yeah, I love Sailor Mercury also, I feel like, is such an underrated fave, but she's so cool. Like, she really, like, I think on another episode, we kind of talked about how the team really couldn't do anything without her because she's the one coming up with the plans, like, the tactical support. She was the smart one. She was the smart one. And it's like, I I don't know, I won't say, like, in anime in general, like, some of the smart characters are sometimes overlooked, but when you think about the strategical things Mm -hmm. that they, you know, just came up with in a lot of situations that if they didn't, everyone would have pretty much died (laughs) basically (laughs) yeah so you gotta you gotta love somebody that's smart you gotta love it yeah it's even like you know I see Naruto in the background I feel like Shikamaru like you need like that energy on your team yeah those characters because without them like you need that strategy Mm -hmm. um yeah do you have any favorite episodes or moments from the show well honestly I feel like being so it was Sailor Moon is definitely some of my earlier 
first even it getting into anime so I don't feel like I don't even think I've binge watched it again since like you know those younger years aside from like seeing stuff online of course seeing plenty of people cosplay it's not something that even though you watched it as a kid you just never see again like you constantly see it so I don't know I won't feel like I don't think I have like a specific favorite episode I would say any any time around well even though Tocito Max was coming around a lot you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but I, I feel like his first introduction when he popped up because you know you're usually focusing around the girls and then when he comes in you're like what? exactly so if I feel like I had to highlight a moment where I was really just excited watching the series outside I feel like around that time I don't know if you know specifically the episode ratio when he first popped up but definitely that yeah yeah I mean he pops up like early on for sure like but like you know increasingly so I think like the first episode he like pops in for like two seconds and then like the next episode it's like a little bit more but I did rewatch it um, last year and it's really cool how they do it. Like the show holds up, but even like, even though I know who he is, like right. the way he pops up is so like, who is this mysterious it, character? Like what? Like It's an impactful kind of, because you know, you have moments where you are introduced to the character and some, some of them could be mid, like they're not like some wow moment. Who is this? But his moment was very like, oh, it's like, oh, like we got a new character now. Okay. Like it was very bad. Like, so I definitely remember because anime was just something that I was into. Like I probably watched it more than just regular cartoons. So mm-hmm. at that time it was just, you know, you had more time to be sitting in front of your television and just watching, you know, episode upon episode, trying to catch it. Like, I, I don't know. Sometimes it amazes me that we really sat there and watched a whole plethora of series on television, just sitting there. Like we really caught that and made sure we was watching. So yeah, it's dope. It's dope to see the progression. Yeah. A lot of people say like, it was like our soap operas, like, you know, you tune in every day after school and like, <laughs> it was definitely like that, especially mm-hmm. I feel like with this, how Sailor Moon went about storytelling you know I Mm -hmm. feel like it wasn't just surface layer stuff like we really got an elaboration throughout the series like yeah definitely 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 binge watch it because I I do remember watching a lot of it before I found like Dragon Ball Z like (laughs) because like I said I was a tomboy so Sailor Moon was like my love but it was still like not that thing that I boasted or bragged too much about because then I Mm -hmm. feel like oh oh you're a girl (laughs) you know so I was like of course you like it yeah yeah I'm like all right but then it it still was like my definitely my earliest love It, it definitely was just something that I love to see Love seeing all the girls, love seeing all the colors. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. one of my faves. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I was definitely watching Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon, but like same, the colors, the girls, like it lives on and it's so, so good. Yeah, definitely like a cross. Like if you think about it, like if the girls were watching Sailor Moon, the boys were watching Dragon Ball Z. So it was like mm-hmm. being so I hung out with a lot of boys. It's like we didn't talk about Sailor Moon like that you know so and even still with the girls I wouldn't completely fit in with them completely too mm-hmm. so it was like I'm like that Tom girl that's like or Tom boy sitting here like mm-hmm. trying to in- intertwine or interject in those conversations so it was just weird like I was somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle <laughs> yeah yeah and I've learned too from this podcast boys were watching Sailor Moon they just they was watching about it. it they just didn't talk about it definitely mm-hmm. didn't it, it, it times have changed boy mm-hmm. have times changed because they definitely yeah. not talking about it they were not talking but I've learned I'm like they were watching it because I'm like what else were you doing 
everyone was on Toonami or whatever or they early up crushes. in school that too they, they crushes so they just mm-hmm. didn't vocalize it as much until mm-hmm. later on at least from what I see it was later mm-hmm. on yeah yeah exactly but I do want to talk about you too you know this podcast is about Sailor Moon but it's also about the guests hey. um yeah and you are super dope thank you again for coming that. on for the 100th oh, episode thank, no thank you for having <laughs> me because I think it's funny how we ended up making it work for the 100th episode mm-hmm. because you've been reaching out and literally yeah. you, were, you definition of when you want something okay <laughs> you know, this is the definition because you was not <laughs> you was not playing like like no we're gonna get you on here like mm-hmm. you just kept hitting me up and it's not like I didn't want to do it it's just like mm-hmm. time management you know you got to plan things out yeah but you were like no I'm I'm getting cookie on here so now I'm yeah. I'm honored honestly to even oh. now with all the schedule and how it all worked out and then I'm here on the 100th episode that's that everything happens for a reason yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Like things just come together when they're supposed to. And I'm just so happy. Like I was like, the cookie's so dope. I need to get her on the show. I know she's a fan. Like we need to make this happen. And then you follow the podcast. I was like, okay, come on. Mm-hmm. Then Dear Silas was on the show. He did the song with him. And I was like, okay, come on, man. We got to gotta get this going. It all was tying <laughs> together. So, mm-hmm. I, and I've seen a lot of people just really excited about it. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. I post interviews all the time thinking that, you know, not that many. I don't know. I feel like, mm-hmm. I won't say the interview culture is dying. Mm-hmm. I just feel like a lot of people don't really like to dig in to getting to know the artists outside of like the videos and stuff like right. that. Like the interviews is how you really get to see them converse and just talk about other things aside from music or whatever like you really get to kind of just get a little peek of who they are so I I still appreciate the interviews yeah I agree yeah and I feel like yeah I I can see like I think people are kind of getting like there's a lot of interviews out and it just gets a little bit too much but I feel like this is a fun you know a fun little different thing but I'll say all that say you know I love you know hearing your Sailor Moon origin story but I also want to hear like your music origin story like how did you get into music and like come to be cookie kawaii <laughs> well first of all even my name was like a whole process but I'll before we get into the name I'll start just from how I got into music um both of my parents are DJs so I was surrounded <laughs> by music like literally all the time right so um I love multiple different genres like everything I love rock EDM I mean pop country I love it all there's no um ceiling to the stuff that I like to listen to shit k-pop shout out yes to you, you know what I'm saying <laughs> I love it all so um when I was like in the fifth grade I started writing poetry so I was very poetic. <laughs> I still am. <laughs> and um, from there, I think it wasn't until like 2011 when I decided like, hey, I want to, I wonder what my poems would sound like on beats, you know, because rap is really just rhythm and poetry at the end of the day. So it's right. like, I wonder how it would sound. So I started, you know, looking up beats on YouTube doing covers to like some of my favorite songs and stuff like that. And I was just at that time, just, just rapping, like just just rapping I didn't find my sound yet and then from there I kind of molded into like finding the kind of stuff that I wanted to do I'm from Jersey so even club music like my songs vibe and violin those are like Jersey club songs Mm -hmm. and it kind of like just goes hand in hand of where I'm from you know and it's like an underground genre of music that not only is in New Jersey, it's in Baltimore, it's in Philly. It even, you know, I think it stems from Chicago house music. So 
what I'm doing is really like like an underground genre of music that I'm trying to really push to like a mainstream genre. So that's pretty much that. And when it comes down to my name, like just Cookie Kawaii, I wasn't Cookie Kawaii at first. I was actually Harajuku Cookie. <laughs> and, that, and I thought to myself, I was like, even though it's a cute name, I feel like Nikki and Gwen kind of solidified and branded the whole Harajuku brand. So yeah. I didn't want to like pop out and be like Harajuku Cookie. So I ended up switching my name to Cookie Kawa at the time, which I think Kawa means like nasty in <laughs> Japanese or something. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time it was only, I made that my name because I was just on a team and we, we were just looking for shit. After mm-hmm. I left the team, I'm like, I can't, be no motherfucking cookie kawa like it, it just, like it can't be that like no and then I, I was like okay cookie kawaii like I, I was trying to figure it needed to be something and that cookie kawaii just was like that that's it like I love nice. cookies are my favorite snack food my favorite soft baked you know fresh out the oven mm-hmm. and then of course kawaii means cute in Japanese yeah. and that's my love for anime love for manga that's I think that ties mm-hmm. all into that yeah, yeah. And you prefer the Japanese pronunciation? I mean, it's either or because like mm-hmm. I said, I feel like I say it even in my own way. <laughs> like I think I definitely say it in Kawaii. my own way. Yeah. Yes, it's definitely like an exaggerated anime character mm-hmm. saying it. That's how yeah. I look at it. But I've heard the pronunciation is definitely a little bit more subtle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it doesn't matter because as long as you know what it means, you know, then it's right. Like, that's where it's going for. Yeah, I have to ask. So you said soft baked cookies are your favorite but what you like chocolate chip or you like snickerdoodles chocolate chip chip is the pretty standard for me i mean not saying i don't like other cookies but chocolate chip cookies are like you can't lose with a soft baked chocolate chip cookie i mean it's you you can't lose with that (laughs) you really can't completely agree like i love me some cookies and i would totally like after a long day like put in like a little like 12 stat you know 12 cookies in the oven the, the like, best ones that you can reheat that you don't have to make like fresh is like the Edmonds cookies. Oh, yeah, those, those are, are good. Those are really good. You could pop those in the microwave for like 15 seconds. Best thing in your life. Gra- a glass of milk. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you make me want cookies now. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it's so good. I love me a cookie. I, I really do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. What about what's your favorite cookie? Like, that you don't like fresh like no like those are the best of you to read oh sugar cookies you can have without being soft baked oatmeal mm. I feel like I know a lot of people just have this love-hate relationship with oatmeal but mm-hmm. if you have a really good oatmeal cookie like the ones that have like those sugary like little I don't know if it's like frosting or something they come around like when it's Christmas time mm. they're like um oatmeal cookies like this little sugar I don't know cream base on it those are really good but you need the right oatmeal cookie. So oatmeal's are good. Sugars are pretty good. I think the the um the chocolate or not the chocolate, the macadamia nut ones, those are really good. Yeah. 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 I can I can talk about cookies all day too, because I, I really love sweets <laughs> and I love cookies. <laughs> I was going to say, because anytime <laughs> I see a place that has a variety of different cookies, like I'm like in the window, like just looking, mm-hmm. seeing if I can see a cookie that I've never saw before, because I've seen a lot of different things like s'mores cookies, like mm-hmm. double chocolate brownie cookies. McDonald's actually used to have an extensive variety of cookies. They stopped doing it. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Now it's just straight chocolate chip. They like, uh-uh, we ain't giving y'all no more variety. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much money. Yeah, for real. Yeah. They stopped. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Those are so good. Have you tried the Levon cookies in, in New York? Levain? They're like really big cookies. I may have because I think mm-hmm. somebody even either brought me, like, you know, mm-hmm. bought me one or something like that. Not like actually being there. Like, you know, how somebody say, mm-hmm. hey, I got you a cookie and they bring it back. Mm-hmm. I remember somebody giving me like this huge cookie and I think they were out in the city. I don't know if it was from mm-hmm. that place though, but mm-hmm. if it was, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I like them too. They have like these really big, like walnut chocolate chip cookies, but yeah, if that was it, you know. But if you haven't tried it, you should definitely try it. Because those are those are some good cookies. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but back to music a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Switch, can, switch it up. However go. you need to switch it yeah. up. We're we going all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do want to know, because, you know, Dear Solace was on the show. So I'm curious how Violin came about. Because that song's such a bop. It's so fun. And I love both of you as artists. I was like he's so excited. Dope. See y'all come together. Yeah. To, shout out to Silas, man. He's he's super talented and super dope. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, so basically, well, I was a fan. Like, and I mean when his song Skr was going <laughs> was going viral everywhere, like there's a Dexter's, a Dexter's laboratory meme of it that that's how I've discovered his music. And I have that video, at least that clip saved in my phone. It's been, it's been saved for like years because I post it randomly as like a meme or just, just randomly. So um, I followed him on socials and stuff. Like he was on TikTok and stuff like that. And when my song Vibe went viral, he made a video, you know, of course, like he always does one of his dope freestyle videos. Mm-hmm. And once I seen him, I'm like, no, we definitely got to collab on something. So when I was working on my album, I sent him violin and it was just up from there. Like he definitely sent it back quickly. And of course now, you know, violin actually ended up on the billboard charts, which is crazy. (laughs) That's like crazy. So that's like my first little virginal entry on billboard. (laughs) Shout out to DJ4B for the production on the beat. And again, shout out to Silas for that feature because, you know, he just adds that just the right amount of mm, on the track so he really does yeah. every time he remixes a song I'm like yes he's and, super uh, talented you can't you can't beat that he's super talented yeah and his remix of vibe was um a sailor moon like mm-hmm. inspired a little dope. bit I love his I just love how he adds like his animation style uh, as mm-hmm. far as what he does with the videos and stuff like that into the freestyles like I think that's super dope yeah 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 I completely agree and what about you? Like, what what music are you you've been working on? What can you talk about? What some projects maybe upcoming? I mean, yeah, my my debut album just you know dropped about six months ago. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's still going. It's still doing great. Yeah, um, it's like I said, Violin is one of not even a single. Violin wasn't even single on the album. So it's like it's it's definitely going. Um, Mm -hmm. but now that it has been out for six months, I'm definitely working on new singles. My next project that I'm going to be doing is Club Soda Volume 3, which is basically like the continuation of my Club Soda Volumes. I have Club Soda Volume Mm 1 and Volume 2. So now it's like, okay, we're on the Volume 3 now, and it's still going to be a collective of club songs, but now it's only just going to keep getting elevated and elevated, whether it's the features or the production. Um, yeah, for sure. Club Soda Volume 3 is like the next thing that I'm focused on, but I'm still going to be dropping some singles. I actually mm-hmm. have a single that's on the way now. I'm trying to figure out the dates for it, but I did drop the sound 
that it's on like TikTok and it's on um, Instagram. So people are making vids to it and stuff like that. It's called Is You Mad? So that's going to be dropping soon too. Mm-hmm. It's produced by the legendary Lakim. So I'm just, I'm just excited to, you know, start putting out new stuff. You know, I think people are waiting for it for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm still bopping to the debut. Everybody's still, <laughs> yeah, as I say, everybody's still um, yeah. bopping to the old stuff. Like, it's not even like it's old yet, but definitely as an not. artist, you definitely want to still, I won't even say keep fresh and current because look mm-hmm. at Rihanna. I mean, you know, congrats right. to her, but you don't have to drop, you don't have mm-hmm. to drop every, anything if you have something that people are still, you know, listening to now. Right. Yeah. I mean, so it's like at your own pace. I feel like everyone's so like, what's next? What's the next? What's next? But it's like, you know, we, before we could really stew on things and like listen to it and ask him what's next. And like, there are out people who never drop albums for like three years, 10 years, like Sade. It's been like yeah. 10 years, but it's like, you know, her music is still good and you can still go listen to it. And it's like, just as you know, when you first listen to it and exactly. still bumping you know, it. Yeah. You don't have to rush. I mean, even mm-hmm. I had to learn that though. Like when I had first started um before I even went viral I'd just say I would release a song maybe like every month well I dropped them on SoundCloud at the time so it was Mm -hmm. like every time a song gets more than 10k plays it's like I'm gonna drop the next song so that was kind of like my my formula how I went about things and um I can't say that it didn't work I mean it's it's like you're constantly releasing but you want to have people just digest the music a bit like you know it's like how the whole world didn't hear that last single you just put out, you know, it's not no way. Like, even if you had 10,000 plays, that's not the whole world. That's probably not even half your state or your city for that matter. So it's like, it, you should definitely want people to marinate on music a lot more. It's like, even with Vibe, I dropped it in 2019 and I, and it had its moment. Like, I mean, locally for where I was, a lot of people around me locally, they were loving it. They, it was getting played but it didn't go viral on TikTok at least until 2020. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have an account or anything. Like it went viral on its own. I didn't do anything <laughs> to, <laughs> you know, promote that. It's at least yeah. until I found out. Like, but yeah, something sometimes you just need time. Songs need time to marinate in the pot. And all it takes is that white that right person to make a video and then you're set. Right. Yeah. And like in due time. And like, you know, like you said earlier, like things happen in their own time. And right. just you know when it strikes it strikes mm-hmm. um, I also really love how hard you go for Jersey club music and like I know you're That's from true. Jersey yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder like what like what inspires I guess to like go so hard for it because I just like I think it's really cool um I would say like I said um earlier it's an underground mm-hmm. genre of music that is, is probably like almost 20 years old now like mm-hmm. uh it's been like I grew up with it I remember the first time I heard it well it was a Baltimore club track at the time um but I remember the first time I heard it and, and I think I was at my cousin's house and, and we were at a party and everybody was dancing to the percolator and I'm just mm-hmm. like just seeing that reaction seeing what music could do and then even at that time I didn't know what it was I just know it was a, something with some banging ass bass <laughs> that was just getting everybody going had everybody going crazy so is literally something I grew up with and um, it's evolved so much from being just the thing that we heard at the parties or like a, a college party or something to, or even just an exclusive to Baltimore, Philly and Jersey thing 
to where there's people in France, there's people in Nigeria, you know, dancing to club music. I mean, it's it's a viral literally my my song vibe went gold you know kind of thing right. like it's it's so much bigger than it is than it was before and the reason why even when I went viral I was just I was going hard not only for my own credit because I was racking up on the streams regardless but it was like y'all need to know that there, there's a whole culture behind this sound that I'm doing. I am not the only one. I'm, I'm not the, just one of the random people that's not from, you know, the club states that know the culture of it, that's just doing it. Like I'm from here. I've shot Jersey club videos. Like I've attended the Jersey club awards. Like, I mean, I'm in the culture, you know? Right. So it's like, now nah, y'all need to know what this is. You know, it's a, like, it's, is dancers, is producers, is DJs, and we are so dedicated to this 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 culture that, at, like, there's kids linking up, having dance battles like every other week in Jersey. The producers are dropping songs every day. Like the Jersey Club producers are dropping songs more frequently than people in the industry right now. Like it is really a thriving culture. So. I was like, nah, y'all gotta know what this is. Like, you know, like y'all gotta know because any opportunity that Jersey or Baltimore or Philly has when we got the spotlight on us and it's like, oh, what are they doing over there? The best or one of the best things that we have is club music. So mm -hmm. it's like, no, yeah, look at us, <laughs> okay? Like it was very look at us. Cause I mean, right. I, I've been in, I've been doing interviews with like, Vogue magazine, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I had to make sure I was letting people know what this was. And it's not like I'm the only one pushing for the culture. You have people like DJ Unique, Rel, Slink, Natish, J Hood. I mean, there's so many like, you know, veterans, so to speak, DJ Lil Man, DJ Taj, DJ Smalls. I mean, I could go on and on and on and name people that are actively involved in doing stuff right now. But the fact that I can name a long list means there is a lot of us doing it. And, right. and that's just Jersey. I can even go to be more. Shout out to TT. Shout out to Mighty Mark. Philly. I mean, Swizzy is doing his thing. Crazy. DJ Crazy is doing his thing. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a club family and a club culture. And more people need to understand that it's not no TikTok song. We're not making this music for TikTok. Like, I mean, yeah, you could go viral on there or whatever, but this is, is deeper than that. It's bigger than TikTok. Like there's people that make club music every day and that's how they feed their families. It's, it keeps them out the streets. Like, you know, mm -hmm. shout out to band, man. You even got Jersey Drill, you know, trying to make his way and do something in the, in the drill community. So yeah, it was very important to me to let people know that the music that I'm doing is not just me. It's been around and it's a culture that you know, there's people that could really get up out the hood <laughs> and make something of themselves off this genre of music. So, yeah, well, you're definitely doing it. Like every time I see you, I'm like, man, she goes so hard for her culture and every this day. music. And I love it so much because like not everyone does that. Like, yeah. you know, it really just shows just how much pride you have in Jersey and this scene and just like and just being an ambassador for that. I think it's just super dope. Yeah. Um my next question, which Sailor Senshi do you think would make the best Jersey Club song? All of them. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way I see it, I wouldn't even be surprised if somebody hasn't already made 
or sampled a Sailor Moon, anything from the series, whether it's the theme mm-hmm. song or anything, I wouldn't even be surprised. So, because that's mm-hmm. what club music is, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. we pull stuff from multiple different things, like video games. I mean, you can burp right now and somebody could turn that into a club <laughs> song. Like, that's so true. honestly, um, no limitations, all of them. <laughs> because <laughs> that brings the that brings the most exposure, and then you don't have anybody feeling biased. <laughs> like, That's okay, true. showing love to all of them, you know. So yeah, yeah. and everyone has different personalities, so they probably bring a little something different to to yeah. it. Yeah, that was always dope too. Even with Sailor Moon, just you know, I think even when you're growing up and you're a young girl, and let's say you're not one of the popular girls or the girls that get all of the attention or whatever, watching Sailor Moon definitely get you to understand that there are a multiple variety of different personalities of just girls like you don't have to be that one girl which I always would feel like that's kind of like how you know Sailor was just like the main the girl you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying yeah have everyone else you know which to some people will be like they don't matter because they not the mains but it's it's still it kind of just gives you perspective of how you can have the variety of different personalities and just people who are actually extremely different but still collectively all make a difference you know exactly we have that many stuff like you know just we don't have it's not like it's not like that anymore i think the target Mm -hmm. is more like beast titans (laughs) (laughs) i think that's the focal point right now i don't think um (sighs) It's yeah. not the same anymore, for sure. No. To show that kind of like unison. If it is, there's only one, you know, female character or that's like representing in that kind of way. I don't feel like it's like a group anymore. No, we don't get many groups um, in cartoons and live action stuff. Like it's very rare to get like an ensemble cast of women who, you know, all have different personalities and contribute something differently and, you know, can be, you know, both femme and also powerful or yeah. smart <laughs> yes yeah. that's what i'm saying like it's mm-hmm. like they gotta make her like some big boob bimbo <laughs> it's like yeah. it's- nothing wrong with that either but it's like i want variety <laughs> <laughs> right like it's like we like that too yeah. but could you can we could she be smart sometimes <laughs> right can she contribute yeah. something too i mean it's cool both i feel like both are cool but like yeah i definitely want what variety like can we just a little bit different of everybody Mm-hmm. it's like you know Sailor Moon wasn't the smartest but she had the heart you know <laughs> Sailor Mercury the I smart love one that out there because that's very true that yeah. is very true that's she why I like it. yeah <laughs> so I say that's why I love Lisa Mercury because mm-hmm. listen we can't we you know I feel like that you some people that will instantly just say oh Sailor's my favorite it's like really mm-hmm. <laughs> really mm-hmm. like seriously okay yeah, right. she just she had the heart you know that was it and I mean, I think she's a great character, but yeah. She I think she's like, still a great yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, once you want more, and when you start getting older, though, I feel like mm-hmm. with watching any of, you know, your your older fave mm-hmm. animes, you, you want more of the women to be a little bit more independent mm-hmm. and a little bit more strong. That's why I love, like, Michiko and Hachin. That's, like, another one of my yes. faves. So great. You love to see women just going crazy and not caring guns a blazing <laughs> love to see that yeah michigo is, is a badass i love her so much she's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters i actually just bought like this tote bag from um Asia barbie of her and that it's like my favorite bag right now 
That's dope. Um, yeah. You mentioned Michiko Hotchkin. Actually, I'm curious, what other um, anime do you like? I know I see a bunch of stuff, but I'm curious. Yes, right. I'm guessing some of the stuff you could probably already guess. But, yeah. Um, I would say, honestly, well, Inuyasha. That's one of yes. my favorite anime of all time is Yu Yu Show, though. Like, that's like favorite all time anime like i've binged that recently probably like at least like twice like it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite it never gets old um, yeah. attack on titan one punch man i mean i could go on like it's yeah. what's some of the others what shirt do you have on i can't tell oh this is just like a, a regular manga shirt it's not like oh, okay specific, you know i don't even know if it was a, coming mm-hmm. from a specific one but it's just okay. manga. oh cool 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 but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know. I always have to. I feel like I always have to say whenever someone brings a view hawk shows that the creators are married. This creator of Sailor Moon, it just makes me really happy. It's like my favorite <laughs> fact. Like, I know. I know <laughs> about that. I see a lot of people post that fact all the time. They're like, mm-hmm. "Did you know?" Yeah, it's just it's a it's just a cool thing. I'm like, oh. And um, I think um, the creator of you did uh, Hunter Hunter. I believe he so. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's both really great shows. Really, mm-hmm. really great shows and. There's like rumor that she's helping him now, like with the manga, like finishing it because his health is like declining. Yeah. So it's just, I'm like, that's such a cool power couple. I call him like the Beyonce and Jay-Z of anime. That's, that, that's, that's actually pretty factual. <laughs> right? That's like pretty much spot on. Yeah. I feel like that. Yeah. Um, you also have a lot of anime merch. Do you have a favorite piece of anime merch that you own? Hmm. Now that what I have to think about. Mm-hmm. Because mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I have some favorites. Like yeah. I love my Naruto beanies. Like because I have a mm. few of them. That's cute. Um, but honestly, because I have this no face on my keys mm-hmm. from Spirited Away. Anything Spirited Away, honestly, I grab that instantly. Like I feel yes. like usually any of the other animes, like because I can never find any Yu Yu merch for some strange it's reason. It's rare. Yeah, yeah, I can never find that, but. Other than that, I'll snag any, you know, anime merch that I see, but specifically if I see anything, Chihiro, No Face, mm-hmm. <laughs> anything like that, I'm snagging it, buying it. Yeah. Right. I have, like even just all around, like, like, like you even see like all around, I have, it's, it's placed everywhere randomly because I have different loves for, of course, different things, but mm-hmm. Spirited Away all time. I see anything Spirited Away, I'm grabbing it. Yeah. That's my favorite Ghibli movie too. So it I totally get fine. that. It's so good. It's, it's so good. It's a classic. I might watch it tonight. It's really good. It is. I could watch it anytime. I think that was one of the first anime movies I watched. Also, like, or maybe one of like first anime things I watched after like that original Toonami block. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I was like, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, I think I was scrolling on uh, either Showtime, HBO. It like, used to come on like really late too. Mm-hmm. It's like a late runner. Um, and it just was like, what is this? I instantly fell in love with Spirit Spirits Away the first time I seen it. It's it's yeah. beautifully done. It really does take you as a viewer to like you really feel like you're actually being carried to you're being spirited away too without necessarily being in the world. It's like you're like the fly on the wall constantly watching her go through all these different things throughout the movie. It's a beautiful film, honestly. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I love yeah, Spirited Away House Moving Castle, like. They're so good. They're so good. They make me really happy. Yeah. And that's a good list. Yeah. Attack on Titan. Definitely like obsessed with that right now. I, I feel you on that. New, I need to see the new season. I have, I've been busy okay. doing other things, but mm-hmm. I need to 
Like I'm dire. I'm trying to stay away from spoilers. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Good like, luck. Good yeah, luck. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from it. That's why I don't even bring it up. I don't, like even when my friends start talking about it. Like my friend Scorp, we always be bringing it mm-hmm. up because he read the manga, so he knows what's going to happen. So he's um, like, he be he be bringing stuff. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trying to get out the chat. Like, ooh, let me stop looking at the chat because I don't even want to see anything. I definitely want to get in tune. It was definitely one of those animes that the first moment you seen it on screen, I remember I, I was stuck. I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely captured me. And yeah, I've been trying to keep up with it. I haven't watched yesterday's episode yet, but I'm definitely going to catch up on that. And I won't ruin it for you because I'm not that kind of person, but yeah, it's been good. <laughs> Well, yeah. bless you because some people just do they do not care just rude just rude <laughs> twitter folk mm-hmm. um i'm curious if you have any advice for anyone who would want to get into the music industry or like you know create projects or yeah or stream actually we didn't even talk about your streaming where are you streaming right now um i'm on twitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like it's it's the bees means i've honestly only been streaming um like not today but overall for only like mm-hmm. a year and some change like I'm still pretty virginal <laughs> to twitch Same. um but for the most part I love it here you know it's it's really a safe space kind of thing because you could have moderators so any type of just spam or trolls or anything they could get right up out of there get banned mm-hmm. I love that control of it and I think during the pandemic, a lot of people got more familiar with Twitch and just being on here to, to the point that it's not just gaming. It's, you know, people doing everything. And I love yeah. that about it. Like, and I wish I, once I was on here, I was like, damn, I should have listened to my friends that were telling me earlier on, like, hey, you should check out Twitch, you should get on there. Cause I've been mm-hmm. a gamer since the Super Nintendo days. Like, yes. <laughs> like I've been gaming since been gaming. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like, wow, I, I could have been, I could have been sitting at, at home just on stream and playing all the games that I was, you know, playing back then. And I, I'll probably would have been just like a lot of these top streamers. Cause at the time that I was playing, the amount of games and time that I was putting into just sitting there and gaming. Oh yeah. Like, it's like, I, I definitely should have been on here already. So now <laughs> yeah. for me, it's like, you know, like a catch up thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, but it's dope. I, I just really love the community. Everybody that I've met or interacted with on Twitch so far has been nothing but sweet, super welcoming. So I love the community. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's such a like inclusive, like cool community too. Every time I'm on here, I'm like, everyone seems like they're just having a good time and I really enjoy it like that. Yeah. But I mean, it's not too late. I feel like you already are like getting up there and followers and like, who knows, you may not have enjoyed it, you know, while you're playing before and streaming. So no, it's actually pretty cool. Like once the only thing that it was just that I feel like it's a constant battle is figuring out are people entertained by whatever it is that you may be doing? Because I think Mm -hmm. that has something to do with your growth. You know, you do want to consistently provide a variety of different content, you know, try new games, different things like that. Mm -hmm. But then there's also where you have that confliction where you're like, well, shouldn't people still appreciate me? Like if I only wanted to stream solitary for 
what yeah yeah for the rest of my life every time we get on stream i'm just on here Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm playing it's like your community they they start to know that's what you're giving and Mm -hmm. then even if it's not just about the gameplay then it's more so the conversation or just one some people just want to look at you you know (laughs) it's very that there's a black woman on twitch she's like i just love puzzles and she just make does puzzles like this older black woman i think i i know what you're talking about i think i followed her recently and Mm she's just chatting and had like the puzzles done i was like that's gonna be me when i'm when i'm older same (laughs) same here playing puzzles (laughs) because it's it was it was dope i actually just bought a puzzle I think seeing seeing her kind of made me be like let me not let me not get a digital puzzle let me actually get (laughs) a puzzle you know because yeah. I enjoy puzzles as a kid still do I've been itching to get a puzzle too after watching her so I'm glad I'm not the only one um also but you forgot I forgot you mentioned you Haku show have you heard of Nami wear of course that's yeah. who, who got this jacket oh, right here. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know why I thought it was like a blanket or something oh Listen, like let rat. me tell you everybody yeah. compliments my chair and they're yeah. like oh we love your chair and I'm like right. it's just my jacket wrapped just around the me. chair Mm-hmm. genius okay genius. is this yeah. jacket and i told them i'm like yo you guys need to make seat covers because everybody oh. is like yo where'd you get the chair where'd you get the seat cover yeah. like i when i say literally everyone that sees it is like where'd you get it i'm like yeah hey, y'all need to y'all need to i told I told them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love them. Um, we actually have a collection out with them now, which I'm really excited oh, about man. with Dope. some Sailor Moon Moonies. And I was mentioning it because he has the Yu Hakusho jackets. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty dope with like Spirit Detective Agency on the back. And we did um a Hie and Sailor Mars collab jacket and some Moonies Club jacket. So it's some cool stuff out there if you want to get some Sailor Moon stuff or Yu Hakusho stuff. I feel like yeah, you you know, he has some really cool stuff in general. Yeah. Yeah, definitely sent me like tons of like the jackets and sweatsuits. Like, shots mm-hmm. and Nami where they got some of the best stuff. <laughs> definitely, definitely my favorite. They're so good. You're like everything's just quality and everything else. But um, but I was asking before, what advice would you give to someone who wants to, like get into music? Um, well, I can honestly say that there's always that cliche, you know, phrase that most artists say, like, "Oh, be yourself." Mm -hmm. you know stick to what you love and that that's true I only say it's cliche because everyone does say it and even when before I even got into at least the industry part of music I used to think that it's just a thing you know everybody says to make it sound good you know motivational speaker vibes kind of thing but the realistics of it that's just very true you don't want to start making music necessarily trying to be like someone else of course you could be inspired you can hear some stuff and want to do something similar to that, but you got to keep in mind that whatever you do, you want to put a piece of yourself in it. So like, cause when it comes to the point where you are famous and you're doing interviews, people are going to ask you, what does this mean to you? And if you're not doing it from your heart and from what you want, your sound, or like I said, you can be inspired, but you know, if you're not putting yourself into it and it's not something that you really enjoy, or just like even a real passion, you're only doing it for whatever what you're doing it for it's not gonna it's not gonna read the same when you see somebody that's really passionate about their craft so i would just say yeah be yourself be yourself don't be scared to take chances and take risks with you know just experimenting with trying new sounds or new production or anything like that don't be scared to network and reach out to people to collaborate whether they have 
a large following or only two followers, if they can make a good song, that's what matters. Like, cause no matter how many followers they got, if the song is slapping and it's, it's getting streams, both of you are collecting revenue. And then in turn, a fan base coming, you know, you can build things off of that. So yeah, and consistency, it's key. Yeah. You can't drop a song every, I mean, there's music artists that are signed that are productively in the business that drop songs every other whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you're the artist that you're just starting out and you're only dropping a song every six months, unless that song literally is getting like, it, it's, it got a million views on YouTube, like, cause then you could milk the cow, you know what I'm saying? You could sit on top of that single for a while cause it's blowing up. But if not, you gotta be consistent and put out content and keep people constantly checking to see what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? So, and yeah, that sounds like a lot of stuff, but <laughs> when, when you really know, that's what I said, like when you really know, like this is something that you wanna do, if you wanna be a music artist, hey, if you wanna be a hair, a hairdresser, any of those things, there's always gonna be a long list of things you have to do, but you have to be consistent and really stay focused on it. Like you're not gonna get anything in life half-assing, you know, not really putting your full effort. So that's just what it is. I think some people think, even with my case, you go viral and now you're famous or something. I don't consider myself famous. Like I still have to clean my tub in my microwave and, and shit like that. Like that's real. You know, <laughs> famous is somebody else is cleaning my tub. Somebody is bringing me dinner. Like then I'm famous. Like that's like a whole next level. So if I gotta still warm up my toaster strudel, no, I am not. <laughs> no, I am not. So it's like, if you don't go viral and then everything is changed. Like, I mean, of course, I'm a little bit financially stable now. There, there's a lot of things that are better in my life now via mm -hmm. me going viral, but it's not the end of my work. You know, I have right. to do so much more if I want to like build generational wealth, buy a house, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I got, I bought a new car, so that's great. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> that's great. But that yeah. was last year, you know? <laughs> hey, that's good too, Liz. last year. So, you know, it's always about leveling up. It's, it's mm -hmm. what you want in life. If you want to be someone that's, you know, just uh, Instagram influencer that, you know, you just want to be comfortable, then do the work that needs to be done so you can be comfortable, you know? Just mm -hmm. got to put in the work, stay driven and be yourself. It's, it's really that's what it is <laughs> that's yeah my advice <laughs> that's great advice I think that's so true and yeah always putting in the work I feel like people don't realize it's like oh I want to like be a music artist and it's like it's also work you know yeah, it's fun it's but it's easy. also work and even if you go viral you got to put in work after that like right it's different from some people like I feel like the world is even different now in general like when I went viral we were we were in a pandemic I didn't even get to mm. perform my song that whole year <laughs> like I literally while my song was going viral that was when well when when my song was going viral I got requested to perform at SOBs in New York and right. at that time that's when New York got like its first two cases of COVID so even my team was like I don't know we don't know if you should do the performance like everything was still kind of questionable and in the air yeah. I said to myself like I was like well I'll be sick like if I die, I die because I'm I need to go. Like this is my moment. This is my time. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. Like I'll risk it all for this moment right now, you know, because I remember how it was. Everybody thought it was gonna be the end of the world. They still do. There's mm -hmm. birds falling from the sky and shit. It's all types.
types of stuff going on. It's wild out there. It's wild. Uh, you know, some days I believe, but I'm just like, what is going on out here? Yeah. But yeah, that is wild. Yeah. But, you know, happy we're here now, you know, vibing. <laughs> We here now, even though Amarion trying to take us out, but oh, wait. <laughs> but we we trying to make it through. That's just the whole thing. You don't know what that's mm. what I'm saying. Like at this point, life, the world could throw mm. anything at us at any time. We can never you never know. We'd be on lockdown again. You just don't know. So it's mm-hmm. just like you gotta really put your best foot forward these days and focus on what you have to do because you know, life is too short. You don't know what can happen so you might as well do it put your all in today so that way it you know it could be better tomorrow or something <laughs> yeah that's so true i love that which leads me to my next question just like sailor moon had her sailor moon says phrase <laughs> at the end of every episode what would your phrase be so sailor cookie says I don't know. I could be all cliche and be like, Sailor Cookie says if I back it up, is it bad enough? But that's 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 not motivational motivational enough. It's a valid question though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that though. Like mm-hmm. Sailor Cookie says if I back it up, is it fat enough? Right. You know what? I'm sticking with it because it's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. If I ooh, 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 nope, nope, nope. I got oh, another okay. one. I got all right. one. I got okay. Sailor Cookie says, sexy walk my way to a big bag. Okay, you better sexy walk your way to a big bag. That's what Sailor Cookie says. Yes, there you go. Stamp it, put it on a shirt. That's it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I want to do that every day. So yes, mm-hmm. I love that. That's my new mantra as well. <laughs> Sailor Cookie says, got a nice ring to it. It really do, don't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Do you also have beef with Rocco? Also, by the way, I saw you low key. You ready? Mm-hmm. I said, do you also do you also have beef with Rocco? <laughs> you said what? Beef with who? Rocco, Elmo, mm. Elmo's arch nemesis. Can we please? <laughs> can we please not bring up anything Elmo? If it ain't the Cookie Monster, mm-hmm. then it ain't it ain't nothing. It's that's gotta fair. Be cookie, it's gotta be Cookie Monsters because that's what mm-hmm. I call my fans, Cookie mm-hmm. Monsters, right? Yeah, that makes but sense. But no, Elmo had an arch nemesis in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. That's been fun. But anyway, <laughs> I'm definitely about to go walk myself to some bag today. Yes, but, to some kind of bag. It don't yes. matter what kind of bag. It can mm-hmm. be any kind of bag, any bag. Yes, yes, true. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a monetary bag. It can be another bag. Mm-hmm. But um, lastly, you know, what is next for you and where can people find you? Um, what's next? Uh, Club Soda Volume Three. Right. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's my next project that I'm I'm working on. And other than mm-hmm. that, like formulating a tour, you know, with like I said, with Amarion, you just don't know what's going on. You know, people with bigger budgets can do a little bit thing, a little bit more, probably gamble more. I'm still building up my coin. <laughs> so when I do I decide you. to tour, it has to, it just has to be right. I want to make sure I go to the right places. I want to make sure I have a collective of music that is ready to perform at the masses like that. I mean, I feel like I do now, but a lot of my songs are more like hype songs or booty bounce songs where it's not too too many vocals. I feel like with my album, I've, I put more vocals in there. So it's not just your normal club chops. It's like a little bit more that you can rap or sing to. So I feel like I got to definitely create more of that 
So, you know, it's not always turning up. But then again, what's wrong with just turning up on the tour? So I'm just trying to really formulate how I will put that together. And of course, more music videos. Violin is definitely getting official video. Yay. There's some other songs that I'm working on that um, I want to do some videos for. So, yeah, I think that's what's next. There's more music, more content. And pretty much everybody can find me on on everything, mainly <laughs> Uh, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter are like my mains, even YouTube. But all you got to do is search Cookie Kawaii and you'll find me. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes, super excited for everything. Super excited for the violin music video, more music, still bopping out to Vanis. Super excited. Um, Everybody says Vanis. I, I feel like is it's it not Vanis. Oh no. <laughs> It's Venice. <laughs> Venice, see, that's why no, you gotta okay. say things out I, loud sometimes. It, literally, <laughs> literally, it's it's my whole life I've dealt with this, like, so it's okay. It's definitely it's Venice. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna fix. That. I'm gonna I'm gonna start correcting people now, so hopefully it comes back <laughs> around to you. <laughs> it, hopefully it does, but I, like mm-hmm. I said, everybody's been pronounced. Some people think it's Venice. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten yeah, Venice. Oh, <laughs> that's so. weird. Yeah, I've gotten been nice, like, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. it's Venice. <laughs> Got it, Venice. Got yeah. it. All right. Well, thank you again so much for coming on the Salem Fan Club. No, podcast. thank you for having me. Like I said mm-hmm. again, congrats on your hundredth episode. Um, that's super dope that you've been even this consistent in doing it. But mm-hmm. hey, that means you're 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 passionate about it, and that's why you put the effort and the work that you put in. And trust me, people see it, and it's gonna mm-hmm. build up to being like this a huge thing especially when you're following like or you're part of a fandom of something that's so dope that I feel Mm -hmm. like that's what keeps anything going is the fandom like the people that stay dedicated to that thing and make sure people know like don't forget about this this was dope go watch it Mm -hmm. yeah so congrats to you and thank Mm -hmm. you again for having me yeah thank you so much and congrats to you I still look forward to everything like I said and once again, everyone, I'm Victoria L. Johnson, host of the Salem Fan Club podcast. You can find me at Miss Old School on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the podcast at Mooney's Club on Twitter, Mooney's underscore club on Instagram. Of course, we're on all like podcast platforms. We're going to be doing some more Twitch this year. Um, yeah, thank you. I know you'll, you'll be seeing me. Um, I'm on TikTok at Sailor Victoria. Um, yeah, make sure I follow you on everything. Yeah, yes, I'm going to follow you too. And yeah, that's it. Thanks so much, guys, for 100 oh, episodes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And again, yeah. congrats. Keep making more episodes. I'll definitely mm-hmm. be tuned in. And again, like, I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you too. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>